This episode of Almost Educational was broadcast live on URY. To listen to the full episode, go to urry.org.uk or click the link in the description. URY! You're listening to University Radio York. And after quite a stressful computing dot do radio show, we are here back with Almost Educational. It's our second episode of 2020. Welcome, everyone. Joining me on the desk today, we have got Jess. Hello. We've got Sam. Hello. Morgan. Hi. And Alex. Eh. We're going oh. <laughs> to kick it off a little bit of Dua Lipa first. But first, I mean, I've said that already. Oh, I'm tired. It's Dua Lipa on URY. Broadcasting to York University. How are we all? How are we all doing today? How is everyone? Not too bad. Uh, full of sugar now, thanks to Compute Doctor Radio Show. Yeah, they doled out Skittles to us like we were going out of fashion. And we were all in the room. It was yes. fun. Oh my gosh, that was very stressful. Oh my god. Okay. How many people could you fit in one studio? I too believe many. It turns out ten-ish. Um, yeah. Now... We've got some breaking news to start the episode with. Uh, now, uh, the early hours of yesterday... I mean, well, nope, that's wrong, isn't it? Monday evening, uh, the LIGO Institute discovered a quick event that happened. They had what's called a super event, where they detect- detected a burst of gravitational waves. Now, this is uh, we're bringing you this breaking news three days late, but uh, what's important is that this means we weren't expecting this, so we now need to figure out where this actually came from. Now, there's a couple different theories about what this could possibly be. Uh, potentially black holes um, of, of varying degrees. Um, intermediate mass black holes is, is the candidate here uh, and what's interesting to know is smack bang in the middle of the location where um, of where this very localized burst came from there's two candidate locations smack bang in the middle of that is a uh, Beetlejuice the star what do we know about Beetlejuice who can tell me I'll ask the class uh, I know very little apart from the fact that it's in Orion, right? Uh, it is in Orion, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's also the candidate star for going supernova in our lifetime. So people are looking up at the stars. We're keeping a very close eye on things, and we're going to see where things go. But for now, let's crack on with the show in a second now. You are right. What's our first topic today? Ooh, it is... What is it? Uh, is it seismic oh. hums. Seismic hums. Oh, good. Now, who read the article? I did two seconds ago. Good. I, I did. Am live ago. reading it. Live reading. Alex Towles. Let me guess. No. Do I do preparation? No. I, well, it's okay because I haven't had a chance to read this either. So, Jess, can you pass yeah. the <laughs> okay. as to the state of this? Oh, yeah. I felt bad not reading it because I did put it, I did suggest it to everyone and then and then leave it for a week. Um, just a simmer. That's how you, just how you prepare an article on here on Almost Educational. A low heat uh, for 30 minutes. <laughs> low heat for 30 minutes, 240 <laughs> degrees in. Uh, Celsius. Yes. Uh, I understand quite that high. Do you know? I keep yes, seeing recipes. No, they're not all of them though. Only high-end ones. Like the max you're getting at most ovens here, I think, in the UK is like 200. But you go to the US recipes and they're I like, always, put your oven on 240. My it's ovens like, always do 250. And also, the US oh are gosh. doing Fahrenheit anyway. So I know, but it's so much hotter. They're in weird units. Oh, I, I think they should put like units that. in Kelvin. Tell yeah, your, we should use Kelvin. Turn your yeah. oven up to how many thousand degrees Kelvin? No, it's not going to be thousand <laughs> degrees. <laughs> standard I can't re- standard I can't temperature. Version. It's like 124, isn't it? Standard temp. 
Right. You it'll guys are physics five, juniors, around, you should around know. 500 Kelvin, because like 25 degrees Celsius yeah. is like 300 Kelvin. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway, look, Jess, I'm sorry. So, Tell me more about the hums. Comes. I thought this was interesting because in our first episode, we talked about the hum. We did. Um, yes, I remember. Is a, a sort of low-pitched hum, low hum yeah. that was confusing everybody because most people, if they're going to hear a weird noise, uh, they're going to hear a high-pitched noise like when you have tinnitus. Um, mm. Yeah, but yeah, people are hearing. People were hearing that. Anyway, this is a separate <laughs> issue, but also about humming. So I think we're sticking on theme. Um, and this is that uh, in November of 2018, about 400 pulses lasting about 40 minutes in less in length started emanating um, from a small place in the Indian Ocean. Uh, Tucked between Madagascar and Mozambique, apparently. That's very nice. Aren't we all? Tucked. Aren't we all deep down tucked between Madagascar and Mozambique? <laughs> no. That's a no. nice sentence, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Tucked between Madagascar and Mozambique. So these aren't these aren't tremors strong enough for people to feel, but they are. They were detected, and people were like, "Oh, that's weird. This is a really regular pulse that we're getting. This doesn't happen in nature. <gasps> nature is really chaotic." And they're all like, "What? Aliens. What could it be? Aliens? Maybe it's just Always a secret aliens. underwater dance party. Aliens. <laughs> aliens having a dance party. <laughs> My throat really hurts. I can't and that, do that. And that is the regular pulse. <laughs> so, they they believe, after some painstaking research from people in Germany, that um, it could have been. So what they did is they reconstructed the collapse of the largest magma reservoirs in the Earth's upper mantle. Um, think of that what you will. That's a lot of jargon there. So, so I imagine... First things means. first, what is a magma reservoir? So it's it's melted rock and it's a whole lake of melted rock underneath the Earth's upper mantle, which is like one of the layers of the crust... Upper mantle. Yes, because it's it's uh no, I'm not gonna pretend to know. And no. sometimes and <laughs> sometimes geography, they... not just science. Got a yeah. in geography. Uh, the, the Earth's crust is like the hard rocky bit that we all stand on. It's yeah. thinner by the ocean because the ocean takes up some of the space. So I mean the these are magma reservoirs. Yeah, uh, they so collapse. They, re- they reconstructed their, their their collapse. I imagine that is what right. is is happening when. So this is a this is a seismic event. The, I, the, the collapse of a magma thingy. Yes. So what is what has happened? What what they think has happened is that this collapse would have occurred as a result of a uh, huge volcano on the sea floor. So sea volcano um, appearing, uh, coming through the crust. And being like, hey, I'm a volcano. Sea volcano. Look at my magma reservoirs. Sea volcano, as opposed to a sea turtle or a sea cucumber. Yes. Or a sea wave. Yes. Okay. That's, that's, is, that a, is that a seismic wave joke? I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, you know, we get waves. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 P yeah. they're P waves and S waves. Yeah, P and S. S yeah, that's primary and secondary. Yeah. I knew there was a physics joke in you there somewhere. Got it. Just wrong. not good enough at physics oh, to know it. No. Oh, oh well. It not my job. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, uh, yes, this, this, is, is. this, is, what I, this, this wow. is what it is. Does anyone have anything else to add? Yeah, I reckon it's aliens having a dance party because that's the fun answer. Aliens <laughs> having a dance party underwater. Underwater aliens rape is best. Just got a very weird look through the window there. That's just called being in Salvos on the weekend. Have you seen it? I don't remember aliens going to Salvos. Salvos, aliens go to Salvos. I mean, look, I think the key takeaway from this, though, 
I, as most events, it's probably not aliens. No. No. Um, no. It's never think, aliens. They do think it is a volcano. And apparently, the, pl- the little tiny place be- tucked between Madagascar uh, and Mozambique called May- Mayotte. I'm going to say. I'm going to call it Mayotte. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's be, right, but that's what I'm calling it. It's going to be... <laughs> it's actually <laughs> It's actually called, uh, you know, Tricky Trocky Pocky. I don't know. Uh, no, it's called Mayotte. Sorry? Um, ish. I don't know. I made up a name. I can't make up things yeah, on the spot. Clearly. <laughs> I'm awful. Um, <laughs> but we love you anyway. Last Wait, week, it is an example on. of I've me not being able to make stuff on the spot. Uh, no, I don't. Never spot. mind. Anyway, so it's actually going to be moving um, due to this event. Uh, moving to the rhythm of the beat. Almost, it's almost, <laughs> it's moved 20 centimetres already. <laughs> it's mean, began to sink slightly and shift the size of term 20 centimetres is actually kind of a lot. That is a, it is. That's huge, yeah. yeah. It's that moved a whole 20 centimetres and what? it's begun to shift eastwards. That's what, five years worth of movement in a few years? Well, a few months. Well, yeah. this, this, is, this has been going on since November 2018, so like a year. Okay. That's the funky thing about geography is that there's, there's such massive like things, <laughs> and then the movement <laughs> is so slow. So there's like 20 yeah. centimetres. Oh, that's is, quite a bit. It's just such a funky thing, geography. I don't know. Geography and want, funky are words that yeah. shouldn't really funky be Funky geography. Yeah. 20 centimetres over a year, but bear in mind the Earth has been around for about 4 billion years, so in, in that it kind of evens out. I mean, look, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> well look, I'm not a geologist. I don't know about rocks. They're boring to me. I, uh, if boring. You, if you have anything interesting to say about rock, what keeps dinging? Is there a bell? Yeah. Morgan, you play like a bell. I accidentally tapped the bell. Oh, I oh, tapped the bell. Tap the bell. Don't tap the no, bell. Nobody laughed at my boring pun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because Post- Elon Musk already line. made the joke. That's true, he did make the joke, and, oh. he, and he did it without calling anyone. I just shouted boring. Um, That's okay. all I did. <laughs> we know. Well, Barely we... a joke. Oh, my God. Right, look, here's some music. Uh, of course, talking about humming things, it's only right to play this next song. It's Spring King with The Hum. Send us a message via the website. uroy.org.uk it's time for a little bit more science here on Almost Educational. And as always, you can message us, uri.org.uk. Of course, you can give us a text 07851 101313. Let us know what you think about any of the things covered today. And you can also let us know if you want us to talk about anything else in the future. Now, speaking of the future, let's flip it and go to the past. The next topic is ancient digestion. Can I get oh boy. There we go. Ooh. They know it. See, I've got them trained now. They've got the ooze on command. Um, we've got a live studio audience. Ooh. <laughs> it, 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 it's one person. Just Alex He's... Potts. Um, <laughs> uh, I, am the, I am the sworn enemy of Alex Towels. They can't touch or they'll well this will explode. This is the first I'm hearing of this, but I'm not, I'm not against it. It's like, it's like matter and antimatter. As soon as we touch, we annihilate. Amazing. I'm down for this. No, no, we need you for the show. <laughs> Do you need me yeah, for all we, the shows? We'd rather not have two photons flying around in here. <laughs> oh, no. Two photons that used to be Alex's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Uh, this... this article that we've got today to talk about is uh, ancient fossils that they've discovered with the oldest form of intact digestive tract. Some of that rhymed. It wasn't intentional, I promise. Now, look, we've got... Digestive tract. 
intact digestive tract. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and here you go. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. All right, careful. We'll have to track this in a minute. It's too good. Now, the University of Missouri has analysed this bit of fossil that they found. They've discovered it's 550 million years old. It's well old. It's an intact digestive tract of some sort. It is. It is well old. Um, it appears to be some sort of worm-like animal, uh, and it's dated just before the Cambrian explosion. Um, Which is? Ooh. Oh, hang on. The Cambrian explosion. Yeah. It's dated uh, quite a lot before the Cambrian explosion. Wasn't wasn't the Cambrian explosion when like things started to yeah become this was more advanced? The the evolutionary uh, building block was discovered to launch life out of the sea and onto the land. Oh, it's the sort it, of it wasn't an actual explosion. Yeah, yes, it wasn't a real explosion, which really disappointed me the, the first time I, I heard about it. Explosion. I thought it was going to be cool, but it turns out it's just evolution doing its thing. Mm. Is it's evolution doing its thing not cool, Colin? I mean, look, I, I've been trying I to mean... make a worm evolve for the past three months, so you tell me. I'm very bored. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? It's a story for another day. That's going to um, require some context, but we'll, 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 uh, we'll yeah, get that context. Need, speaking of worms... I need context. I'm trying to figure out who clipped there, but I've got no it, idea. It was so. me, because I shouted, speaking of worms. Ah, uh, got ya. Yeah, I'm not going yeah. to shout, speaking of worms again. <laughs> Please don't shout, speaking of worms. Speaking, Look, right, I'll, not... I'll say it really quietly. Speaking of worms. You're listening to you and why. Where yes, we are speaking of worms. We're speaking speak. of worms. Right, let's... Because I, I thought a worm basically is just a really long digestive tract. Is that not just like its entire I body? I mean, essentially... I essentially they found the whole animal. Yeah, they have found the whole animal, um, and it's sort of a worm shape. They would have expected something like coral. A uh, coral-like structure, but it, we've not. We've got what Whoa. looks like a real animal. I'm, I'm so surprised to have heard that the worm digestive tract is worm-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the photo of it, though? It looks disgusting. It, it looks, looks a bit like poop. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. like a bit of... We're highbrow here up. on you, are why? Dog feces. Why is anyone surprised that the digestive tract looks like poo? Why is anyone surprised It's not just the digestive tract. It's not just the digestive tract, I should add. It's a fossil of the entire creature, but we've managed to extract digestive tract information from that. Uh, They used x-rays and 3D image modelling and micro-CT scanning to um, analyse the fossil without damaging it in any way. And they've discovered that um, it has answered some of the questions that already existed uh, around early digestion uh, and how um, these things have worked such as positions of organs and things like that and where we might have come through from that area so yeah Yeah, using a really really fancy sounding technique called x-ray microanalysis x-ray microanalysis love it that's just x-rays but very small yeah we were learning about x-rays earlier today weren't we Sam in our lectures oh yes yes we were because we we go to those yes Yes. you caught me off guard there I was reading Um, yes (laughs) yes we did reading that that was that was interesting apparently it's the inverse of the photoelectric effect where instead of a photon hitting an electron hitting metal and making an electron it's an electron hitting metal and making a photon wow Science. I'm gonna, wow, Ooh. that's really exciting. Wow. That is actually quite interesting. That is genuine. That is genuinely, I think that's, if we had another, uh, an interesting alarm, that almost might be too interesting for this show. <laughs> yeah, edging on educational. It's, it's, it's and the one time on. I've actually said something. <laughs> this is, it, is it was really almost educational. Too far into hey, hey, we hang just on, said it. Hang on, hang on. We did Roll it. Roll credits. <laughs> I've not got got headphones on and even I heard that (laughs) Uh, I need Uh, that I need it I need that in my own shows 
that's there too I've got that as a sound effect the little air horn oh, okay wow amazing that. what do you guys what's your guys' take on this what do, you, do you guys like fossils you fossil fans yeah I was a fossil little, fanatics I was a little fantastic bit of a uh, paleophile when I was a kid I liked, uh, liked the old pa- paleophile paleophile is, so yeah, I like dinosaurs I just came up with the word in the top of my head I was like paleophile. I can say that I, hope, I wonder if that is the word is that I, I, I'm I assuming it is, word, I, I, just, I hope I just, that doesn't mean something I that I think pale, I took paleo which is fossil and took file which means like so and stuck them together officially a paleophile um, means someone who loves old or ancient things yeah that works yeah it works yeah I mean I guess it works but that would mean you like all sorts of very like yeah old stuff yeah I, I, I was like, I was into um, this kind of thing when I was a kid because I was a buildings. young buildings buildings yeah like, trees yeah, all, Dinosaur, all computers, dinosaurs are cool you know that sort yeah, of thing the old, old people <laughs> they count they're old well we like you don't we <laughs> yeah yeah that, yeah okay there it is that's, <laughs> that's, that's the joke okay <laughs> too good not to make oh I'm so old okay listen um, any more takes any more t- listen I need to stop using the word. And unfortunately, Listen. none of us I, here do geography. No, no. I, I, I can phone in an archaeologist if you like. We we, 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 we all could do that. We've got archaeologists around, around, but she's currently off doing important things at BBC Radio York. And getting back into her house because she left her keys at home. <laughs> oh, oh, just oh. been outed as an idiot. Oh. Um, <laughs> we've all done it. We've all done it, Natalie. It's fine. Don't be ashamed. Um, Oh, dear. Oh. Okay. Uh, no, listening. I thought this was a particularly interesting article no, because yeah. not most of the time you find a fossil, um, particularly of this age, and it's bony. Bony fossils. Bone. This was not a bony the fossil. The imprint of a bone. This it is was an a fleshy fossil. Fleshy fossil. Most of the time, flesh doesn't last mm-hmm. in the, the fossilization process. You just sort of get yeah. what was a bone, but it's now an imprint of a bone, and you make a cast from it, and that's where you get a. Yeah, because normally the flesh yeah. kind of like dissolves or get crushed, it breaks gets down, crushed yeah. or something. Yeah, but that—that's. Uh, yeah. So that's why this is particularly unusual, I think, and why we haven't had anything like this from this period before is mm. the, re- the sheer rarity. Because you're unlikely to get something, and I think that's really that's neat. I think it's neat. It's pretty neat it's that neat. that worm died in a really specific, really sort of good really climate, specific way. <laughs> With really specific stuff that fell on it. But you know what? Look, there's a world out there and any one of us could become a fossil of the future. This is the time. By students, for students. Y. Welcome back to Almost Educational here on URY. As always, keep your messages coming in, uryorguk 07851101313 if you want to text us, or of course you can send your messages in off-air, suggestions of things to talk about, or comments of the show, tweeting at URY1350 with the hashtag AlmostEDU. But now it's time for... <laughs> Yes, it's the part of the show where one individual from the panel presents three statements to the rest of us, and we have to work out through discussion, decision, and deduction which one is the lie. Can we just hold on for a second? That's amazing. Since when have we had that? I know oh, that's, that's new. Oh yes, you guys weren't here last week. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I made that over the summer, over the Christmas break. I amazing. Good work, Colin. Round of awards. Round of applause for Colin. Thank for the you, everyone. That's great. I'm really proud of it, actually. <laughs> uh, cheers, guys! Okay, um, cheeky dab for the lads. <laughs> dab, dab for the lads. Okay, oh dear. Um, Jess is our 
truth teller. I'm truth teller. Lie but weaver. also a lie teller. Li- lie weaver. Ooh, lie weaver. General, general, uh... General tomfoolery. <laughs> Supposedly a human being. <laughs> what she claims. Well, okay, so our lies, our truth, third and a lie thing normally takes on a theme. And this week's theme is music. Because I figured that I quite like music. I play music. It's in my degree title there somewhere amongst the engineering and the technology systems and all that. We are. And ultimately, we're a radio station. We do play a lot of music. So I I figured... Disgusting. Let's do (laughs) vaguely science-y, and I say vaguely, um, truth slash lie about uh, uh, music. So, okay. First one. British naval officers play Britney Spears to scare off Somali pirates. Okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Second one. Yeah. Tuneful music was created up to 500 millennia ago. How many is that? That's a lot. It's oh, a we'll lot of millennia. Uh, and thirdly, um, a factor dubbed melodic surprise has been shown to account for the success of songs. Sorry, can you say that last one again? A factor dubbed melodic surprise has been shown to account for the success of songs. Right, so first things first, what does that mean? Okay, so it is a term uh, used to describe the use of chords that are rare. So when uh, musicians compose their melodies, they use a large number of chords um, and lots of chords are used really often. Um, There are certain songs you can sort of like... Like I've I've heard a song like this before. It, some songs just use the same chord progressions and they sound uh, the same um, and really familiar. And that isn't necessarily what is appealing. Uh, Monolithic surprise is um, so. There's some maths some maths behind it. It's sort of to do with um, the likelihood of a song being successful given the amount of surprising chords that are in there. Mm. Yeah, because there's, in music theory, there's certain uh, certain phrases that you expect to arrive at a destination, is the way they phrase it. So yes. you expect yeah. it to end a certain way, and you're eventually subverting expectation to get melodic surprise. Because the number of songs that use just the same chords of E minor C, G, D, or just that in a, in a, in a different key, you can make a meta song out of all the songs that use those same cards. People have done it. It's the on the internet. Go find mm-hmm. it. That's uh, a plug for something I never did. Um, <laughs> uh, can I can I ask a quick question? Yes. Is it cheating to ask how long a millennia is? Um, I haven't got it as part of my research, so um, I can't answer it that. Isn't it a thousand years? Yeah, yeah it's a thousand. So, so, so five, 500,000 years. 500,000, yeah. Sounds yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, that's so long. What, what have they been doing for that long again? Remind me. Um, they have music. been making... We are, Making uh, it's, a it's believed music. that tuneful, mu- tuneful music has been created up to 500 million years ago. The reason it says up to is because um, obviously they don't know if humans are actually doing it, or, or not humans, but necessarily, but a version of our species um, somewhere along the line uh, mm. was creating music they just know that we had the capacity to they were guesstimating right yeah. we've kind of we've kind of neglected the first one can you remind me what it is the first one is a bit of psychology and that is uh, British naval officers play Britney Spears to scare off Somali pirates 
Britney I mean, Spe- Britney Spears scares she's scary, people. Yeah. That there it is. We were both going for the same joke there. And there's, <laughs> there's the joke. I mean, in fairness, um, if, if Doctor Who has taught us anything, it is that Britney Spears will remain, will remain a classic, a classical ballad until the Earth's destruction. I mean. Oh, she is the queen of pop. Well, there's no dispute about that. Yeah, so, so got to give her that. The songs they use. Sorry, shared it, Beyonce. The songs they use. Is it toxic? Are, oh no, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hit me, baby, one more time. Uh, classic. And Ow. oops, I did it again. And apparently, <laughs> oops, I raided your boat again. <laughs> oops, I blew you up again. <laughs> hit they me, were, baby, one more time. And they they're were, sending that to some pirates. pirates. So why? <laughs> shoot me, shoot me now. Come on, shoot me. Come on. <laughs> Make it stop! No! <laughs> Why exactly does Britney Spears put off Somali pirates? Um, those songs were chosen to be the songs that would be most hated due to their dislike for Western culture and music. Hmm. Well, so you know, I then so. you could pick like any Western songs. Was there any specific? Well, apparently, apparently, I personally would have gone with the Wurzels. According to British naval officers, it's all um, about you, McFly. It's all about Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just something. It's all that about that bass. Megan Trainer, go for it. Me- perhaps it's, perhaps Megan Trainer would scare me off. Oh, I love Megan Trainor. Well, I mean, they're catchy. I'll give her that. Perhaps, they're very catchy. Perhaps let us know what you think. I mean, if you really want to scare people, I should play Billie Eilish. Ooh. If we really want to rant about sh- songs we don't like very much, can I rant about Tones and I by Dance Monkey? Because it's fine and it plays way too much. I'm done. Yep. Next up, Tones. I'm just going to say, Megan Trainer in the states they call her Megan Sneaker. Oh, oh no! No, thank you. <laughs> bad joke. We're, we're really good at bad jokes here at you, are Um So, would you? Do we want? Do we want to ask any more questions of me, or know. are we ready? So, I, what I, was I, it these Neil so officers actually said about Britney Spears before? Do you they? Do they broadcast what? it? Openly across the water. Well, I don't think they're going to be in the boats with a radio going. Like, let's tune in. <laughs> <laughs> let's tune into Britney Spears because then you can just tune out of Britney Spears. Yeah, there's not any speakers. So it has to be that there's something that's playing because. If you think about it, a boat's in the middle of the ocean. You don't want the Spani pirates to come right up to your boat. But if they're just sort of in the ocean with you, that's all right. So you don't actually need speakers with the huge hugest of range mm. and if you're in the middle of the ocean then what about our speakers imagine, they, they imagine if the pirate radio so what <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's the joke oh, I was going to make imagine if they used that with radio pirates and just made them play Britney Spears constantly all the time just now, one song on loop now I've got a question you were saying about British naval officers about why it's Britney Spears but why Britney Spears? I don't know. Well, understand. it doesn't actually say in, in the article. I mean, but to be I fair, she was probably just from. popular at the time. Uh, perhaps it's something that Br- British naval officers would are happy because they obviously need to be listening to this. Oh, oh so British uh, naval officers like Britney Spears. Spears. There we are. Do, does anyone know a British naval officer? <laughs> Can we ask them if they like ah, yes. Britney Spears? I Please Brit- contact your local British naval officer. <laughs> I know a British naval orange. <laughs> a British naval orange? Yes. It's a breed Pardon? of orange. Yes, it is a breed of orange. Um, <laughs> It's a high proud joke here on UI <laughs> on Almost Educational. Uh, we have those sometimes. Okay, I think it's about time we should guess. Jess, can you just run them by us one more okay. time? Uh, statement number one. British naval officers play Britney Spears to scare off Somali pirates. Statement number two. Tuneful music was created up to 500 millennia ago. Statement number three. A factor dubbed melodic surprise has been shown to account for the success of songs. Oh. The thing is, I'm stuck because you've used the words up to 
in your up to 500 millennia ago, that means that the answer is most resoundingly yes. Because regardless of where it was, the, like the only time, only way it would be wrong is if it was created yeah. before 500 millennia ago. Yeah, on a balanced probabilities, it has to be melodic surprise because I haven't heard of it before, but that definitely sounds like it's a thing. Mm. Tuneful music, uh, uh, definitely I can imagine cavemen you know banging out some tunes <laughs> as you do <laughs> yeah so, so, your cavemen so, so, rave okay. in the cavemen rave in the rave cave as you do in the rave cave uh, okay so Morgan you're going with I'm going to go with surprise. the Somali pirate is a lie ooh okay right Alex Towles um, even though I've just pointed out how badly phrased it is I'm going with the millennia one because I think it's too long just too long Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go with the. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the millennial one because we haven't heard too much information about that, and I just I'm hoping that that's it. Yeah. Because okay. the others were so detailed. I could give you more information, just Aunt didn't. No, it's too it. late now. Time's gone. Yeah. Sam, uh, I'm gonna go for the pirates because I don't think it would be Britney Spears. It'd be mm. someone else. So either okay, Alec, either we're right, Colin, yeah. or Morgan and Sam are right. Yeah. And I, what about Alex Potts, our studio audience member? <laughs> I am saying, as the audience member, um, that's the lie was the first one I can't remember what it is now Smiley Pirates Smile, yeah there no this lie's the second one the uh, 500,000 years ago yes. okay. oh, right. okay Jess which one is who is wrong who is right okay it is drum roll please hang on wait hang on hang on wait, 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 I've got diddle, that diddle, 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 diddle. there we go you don't need to do it with your hands I've got the sound effect nobody oh it's the other one is it just like you it's... picked the wrong name Okay, so what happened was I originally was going to say Spice Girls instead of Britney Spears. That was going to be the lie. But then I thought that maybe Colin would know that fact because he loves pop music so much. So I, so I thought, why don't I just say a different date for the millennia ago oh, but then oh, when I on. read it out when I read it out I accidentally read it out right oh, no. which meant that I had to make up a lie on the spot about Harmonic surprise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, come on, that's foul. You did a really, no. really good job at hiding no. the, that, that. You gave us so terrible. much information wait, about wait, that. Wait, what, what, what was... So it's the harmonic surprise. Right. Okay. And what did you call it? Melodic surprise. Melodic surprise. Uh, that, okay, uh, now that's just really <laughs> picky. Cheeky. Yeah, that's just me. You haven't heard what happened to me and Sam last week when Colin... <laughs> Everything was true. Yeah, what? true. They were all true. Yeah. But that's, that's not the show. <laughs> that's not a fair to lie. That's no fair to lie. Look, whatever you think, let us know how no you did. No fair to lie. You need a whole, are, a whole new jingle for that one. You are right to org.uk. Text us 07851 or give us an at on Twitter at you are why 1315. Use the hashtag almostedu. This is John Miles. Broadcasting to York University. You are why. Welcome back to Almost Educational. That was John Mars with music, with a very, oh, quite a lot. That was a lot, quite wasn't a lot it? going on in that song. There was 7-4. We like 7-4 seven four seven here. 7-4 four and 4-4. Four four. Well, the, the music nerds are knowing us like 7-4. Colin doesn't. <laughs> it scares me. It scares me. I'm not going to lie to you. It scares me as a, as a time signature. But more oh, importantly... I've got fun for you later. Oh, dear. More importantly, <laughs> we've got something more to talk about. CES, the Consumer Electronics Expo, the S stands for something, uh, happened... 
this year? Sonic. Uh, Sonic. It stands for Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. It, it doesn't, but that's... No. I, I was going to say something else, and I was like, I can't say that on my hair. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, so here's a list. We've got whole loads of the weird, wacky, wonderful bits that we've gotten out of the back end of 2020 CES. And there's some crackers on here. I Something that caught my eye was the uh, printer, uh, Prinker S Temporary Tattoo Printer. It prints tattoos on you automatically. From your phone. temporary. From your phone. But here's the thing, right? It's $270. Yes. A black ink ink cartridge costs another $100. But if you want colour, it's $150. That's not all. Because if you want to print your own designs, you can, but it's locked behind a subscription paywall. So when you think printers can't get any worse... This happens. You're spending four hundred. The printer market was already racky as is, and then this is just even more ridiculous. I think it's two hundred and seventy yep. outright, and that hundred pound for a re- is for a refill. For a refill, yeah. yes, that's true. But if you want colour, it's one hundred and fifty. So it only comes with black ink. How big is it? it? How big is it? It's it's, it's uh, not large. Yeah, I, c- I can see it. I just don't want to know how big probably, that is. Um, I don't know. I'll have to guess. Cause we don't actually... have a banana for scale. No, there's no banana, I'm afraid. It looks like maybe <laughs> uh, three inches long, an inch and a half wide. Wait, why aren't you using metric? What are you doing? Colin is old. Do you it's forgot it? Sorry. You um, use only metric. Uh, it's probably about 10, centi- mm, 10 centimetres long, four. Uh, Three cent. I'm bad at estimating centimeters. Uh, centimeters wide, and then yay high. Uh, the point is, <laughs> I've given up. I guess I'll have one year, please. Uh, that totally gave up. Where there. on radio? That sounds like a drug. <laughs> it does. Oh, like, it can does. I say, hey, 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 dude? Can I have some way? Yay, that one. Oh Can I have some way something entirely? <laughs> no, 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 I think that's come from the. Um, do you want to do? Some- no, not saying that. Oh no. dear. Oh, Can't back out of it. There's another thing on here, by the way, that I saw. Uh, air selfie photography drones. It's a drone. It's very, very small. It's probably five by five centimeters, and uh, it'll f- hover in front of you and take a selfie. Uh, selfie people are already awful blocking up the street. Well, then you're gonna have drones now. You're gonna walk into because somebody's busy <laughs> yourself for a selfie. They're blocking I the street and blocking the airways. No, I know. Don't it's like you're gonna walk airport. into someone's drone, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, even my drone." It's like, well, do yeah. a selfie oh, yeah, in a more secluded. <laughs> Place. You turn up with your selfie drone and shut Heathrow Airport for the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone really can't get you do it in airport security and there you go. There's a YouTube video actually of somebody turning the mobile phone into a selfie drone. They had, so the long story short is they, they saw a scam video of somebody who essentially uh, solitaped a couple of plastic um, rotors to their phone mm. and it was oh. a fake video was this Mark Rober? Oh. yes it was oh I've seen literally the greatest thing ever um, the charming roll but toilet paper <laughs> robot yes have you ever had a situation where you're on the toilet and indeed you're you had you didn't cultural. do your check <laughs> and there's no loo roll well now there's a robot that will deliver the loo roll to you I just think it would have been funny if you just stopped ever have you, have you ever find it when you're on the toilet <laughs> and just left it <laughs> do you ever find it that you're on the toilet the thing is toilet roll is the most important the thing isn't it <laughs> it's the most important if you go into a public toilet like if the door doesn't lock that's fine if 
You can if push it, it with your leg. You can push it with your leg. If it's a bit dirty, who cares? <laughs> if there's no toilet roll, that's that's it. Yeah, that's you've well, got to you've like got to check before you commit that there's loo roll in there. Yeah. Or you always have a packet of tissues on you because you're organised. Yeah, do always or do you that. Just do what we do at home, and just if it runs out, you yell down the stairs for somebody to get some. Yes, but no, you don't have to yell downstairs. You just yell at a robot via an app, and the robot brings it up for you. Hey Google, bring me some toilet paper. <laughs> oh my! Oh, it woke up. My phone woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's phone. Colin's, Colin's toilet paper robot is not bringing. Oh, no, it's reeling through the house. It's, and I'm not even there. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, there's some cool Colin's stuff. Toilet to- have, have paper you- Colin's toilet paper robot. Colin's toilet paper robot. Toilet paper in a robot. <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the okay. show has devolved Roll into. It back. Roll it back. Here we go. Bring it back. From the Almost Here we educational, go. everyone. Almost educational. <laughs> Almost cut uh, here. It's five minutes more of this. <laughs> it's certainly. Roll oh. it back. Fun definitely intended. Okay, look. Uh, there are some good. St- things to come out of uh, CES though there's a drone <laughs> here that will purify your air I suppose because um, if you don't want an air purifier on the ground how about strapping <laughs> rotors to it um, the uh, Atarina uh, flying drone has not got a retail price on here but uh, has been showed off that it generates an electrostatic field that will attract dust smoke and pollen and other uh, quote unquote nasty particulate matter so I guess just burn it, but then the soot won't go anywhere. So do that. What? What else is there? There's um. There's like a keyboard, like the oh, you know the laser projection good. keyboards that usually project stuff on your desk. Um, they never really work. They never really work that well. Now there's a one that does it by your camera with a selfie. The only thing I can see with this is now it doesn't project the actual keyboard layout on the desk and you're still typing. You have so to you know now cannot see yes. what you are typing. But it does use predictive text to try and figure it out. Yes, so you'll be but predictive text days. trying to figure things out is, is never going to work. I... Predictive text is awful. See, I don't understand why you want these things because I don't know about you guys, but the satisfying thing about typing is being able to click a button. Yeah. Yes. yes. I prefer to have a loud keyboard. It keeps everyone awake at 3am, but you know. That's yeah, we're, not, we're not allowed to have a loud keyboard here at the radio else you'd hear us all typing away doing our research last minute yeah giggling and giggling facts for the show but, it, but it's definitely the most satisfying thing about typing is being able to press buttons so also, not being able to press buttons also imagine being in fan. a meeting imagine being in a meeting where you have this you are making you are <laughs> well, you, look like a right you are writing the minutes and <laughs> it just looks to everyone else like you're being incredibly sarcastic like, like, like yeah, you've gone you mad like you've just got your phone oh, set up in front of you just going yeah, yeah. click 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 I'm yeah, taking yeah, notes yeah. I'm not on Twitter <laughs> I'm watching Netflix now um, that's just one of the many options that you've got from Samsung uh, they have had their C Lab in-house C Lab uh, developed that. Didn't they? Didn't somebody make a helicopter taxi service? <sighs> Is this where a helicopter Look, comes yes. and picks you up? It's Heli Uber. It, it, there was there yeah, was Uber a there was a company that made f- quote unquote flying cars, and they have a, an agreement with Uber that they'll roll them out. However. I want to make myself absolutely clear when I say a flying car, at least that one, is just a helicopter... With it, they, they have, no, it, it doesn't even have good, wheels. No, look at, look at the picture. It's literally just a helicopter. It it's a weird-looking helicopter. helicopter. Where's it's not, the picture? Like, it just, it's not on here. You'll have to Google it. But honest to goodness, it, it's awful. 
Um, I am now uh, searching nice for this here, picture. Another one here. We've got the Wayzen automatic sliding pet door. Do you have a Do you have a sliding door? Do you have a pet? Don't install a cat flap. Get a motor that will jump back and okay. forth. I we now have the picture of the Hyundai Uber electric flying that's car it, taxi. That's Hyundai. Um, yeah, that's not a car. That is just a twin rotor helicopter. I don't know if they're it adding is. the no, wheels it's, on it's, later. It's got, but, I mean, it looks nice. It's got but four rotors. But you've just redefined the helicopter. It's got four rotors. And made yeah. it more complicated. Yeah. Other, other car manufacturers are available. Other car manufacturers slash helicopter manufacturers slash fake flying car manufacturers are all indeed available. Though I'm not sure if one, if any of those other ones are paired with Uber. Other other other, other taxi, taxi services, services are available. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much for a little bit of CES chat. On air. Online. On tap. Union of York's official student radio station. You are why. And that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you to my studio panel. We've got Jess. Hello. We've... No, goodbye. Goodbye. We've Wrong got, one. I'm sorry. <laughs> we've got Sam. Ta-ra. We've had Alex Potts as a studio audience. Ayo. We've got Morgan. Bye. And Alex Towles. Sayonara. Ah, oh, thank you so much, everyone, for coming along. We hope you've had a lovely day. What was everyone's favourite part of the show again? Uh... T- uh, wait, what was it? Collins toilet paper robot. Collins toilet paper robot. Toilet paper in a robot. Toilet paper. Toilet paper robot. Okay. Thank you. Fantastic. I love it. That's the sort of ingenuity that you get on student radio. You won't get that on Radio One. Haha. <laughs> Take that, Greg Mills. Uh, <laughs> it's Scott Mills. Oh, Greg. What's the other one? Greg, Greg James. Greg, Greg James. James. Yes. Your first Greg it. James is Scott Mills. Scott Mills. Greg James. They have a love child. Greg Mills. Greg that's Mills. one hybrid. Uh, what about anyone else? Oh, do you know what? I really like the digestive track. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I really like the digestive, but you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got a digestive biscuit that's nearly as old as that. Well, well. It's gone off. It's I, not very appealing. I, I'm impressed that you managed to get through the um, digestive tract without any toilet humour, to be honest. <laughs> we managed we that in the CES section, though. <laughs> as always, thank you everyone for listening. You can keep getting your suggestions into uri.org.uk, sending in your messages, and you can tweet at uri1350 with the hashtag at hashtag almost edu and as always thank you so much for listening and we'll see you later and the news isn't working you are why you've been listening to the podcast version of almost educational the uri show on wednesdays at four o'clock you can catch the whole show at uri.org.uk or click the link in the description and don't forget to tweet us with your comments suggestions and questions at uri1350 on twitter with the hashtag almost edu